Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Beloved, this morning I want to welcome you to Liberty Center of the Lord's Garden Ministry for this great Mother's Day service. Let us share a word of prayer. Eternal God in heaven, we thank you for life. We thank you, my God, for the gift of life. My God, we say that if it had not been for you who was on our side, my God, we would not even be alive to see today. By your grace, my God, has been sufficient for us. And we declare that, Lord, you have been on our side. And you are on our side. Be glorified, O God, in the lives of your people. Be glorified in the lives of those in this service. My God, in the name of Jesus, wherever they have joined in throughout the nations of this world. This morning, I command, Lord, your blessing upon them. Pray, my God, for every woman. My God, asking that, Lord, may your blessing and grace be upon your women, O God. Bringing them to the place of divine fulfillment. Blessing their lives and everything that they do. We thank you, Father, this morning as we begin the service in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your name forever be glorified. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now this morning I'm ministering a word that came deep into my spirit about a week ago. And I believe that this word is not just for mothers. It's really a word for everybody with a special touch for mothers. Amen. But I believe in my heart that God is a blesser. And whatever we do, God is the one who is the watchman over the things of our lives. And he blesses us. Hallelujah. If there's anything that you ought to remember at any given point in your life, it is this, that God is on your side. This very simple sentence brought me to tears one of these nights when I was praying and suddenly I began to say, Lord, you are on my side. And I felt it so deeply. And suddenly, thoughts started running through my mind about God being on my side. Hallelujah. Beloved, if it wasn't for God who was on our side, if God has not been on our side, can you imagine where you would be? Can you imagine what would have happened in your life in all these years? But praise be to God. I said, praise be to God. And wherever you are, I want you to shout, praise be to God. That God is on your side. God has been on your side. God has been your strength. God has been your shield. And he will forever be. Hallelujah. The Lord is forever our portion in the land of the living. Reading from Genesis chapter 16. Amen. Reading from the verse 1. Bible says, now Sarai, Abraham's wife, bear him no children. And she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened unto the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. 
And he went in unto Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she has conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Sarai said to Abram, my wrong be upon thee, typical woman. <laughs> I've given my maid to thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between me and thee. But Abraham said to Sarah, Behold, thy maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And when Sarah dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, whence comest thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Return to thy mistress and submit yourself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your seed exceedingly, and it shall not be numbered for a multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has heard thine affliction. And he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of the Lord that spoke unto her. Thou God seeth me. Thou God seeth me. For she said, have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the well was called Belaharoi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Birad. And Hagar bore Abraham a son. And Abraham called his name Ishmael. And Abraham was fourscore and sixty years old when Hagar bore Ishmael. Hagar, out of no wrong she had done, was put in a, this very compromising situation. She was given to Abraham as a wife by her own mistress. But when she conceived, her mistress rose up against her. And the man who was supposed to be her husband, who was supposed to protect or help her, gave her over to whatever Sarai would want to do to her. And Hagar was cast out of the home. Now, this story or this account seems very unfair but that is how it is in life we often go through very unfair treatment and i know this morning i'm speaking to mothers who have wept this morning because out of no wrong or maybe out of circumstances you've been forced to single-handedly raise your children because you were abandoned rejected or dejected by your husband or the man who fathered your children weep no more I say weep no more because God is on your side. This morning on Mother's Day, there are certain women who rose up this morning with a heavy heart. Why? Because they haven't born children biologically. And so they weep. I speak to you also that weep no more because God is on your side. Hallelujah. God is on your side. This morning there are certain women who have prayed for years for marriage and you are entering into your menopausal years and still there's no sign of a husband in order for you to bring forth children. So when they say happy Mother's Day, you wonder what is happy about today 
But I speak to you by the word of God that you are and can be a mother. The Lord will bless you. God is on your side. There are many situations and different angles to this Mother's Day celebration. This morning, the bishop, Uswansa, invited me on Adumethem to speak a word to his congregation, his congregation without walls. Wonderful, powerful program. The bishop does every Sunday morning. And in it, I said that there are certain mothers who have children who unfortunately are sick. Some were born with defects. Some were born with all kinds of issues. Children who never spoke since they've been born. And today they are grown up. Children who've never walked. Children with different sorts of infirmities. Children with cerebral palsy. Different things. And some mothers will hide them because they feel shame. There's no shame in it. You did not create that child. Neither did you form that child in your womb. Law Bible declares that children are a gift from the Lord. This child that you have, whether that child has a disability or not, is a gift. That child is a gift from God to you. So weep no more. Let your heart rejoice in that which God has given you. And if you give God thanks for that child, God who is on your side will prove himself. Mother's Day, in as much as it brings joy to many hearts, also brings sorrow to many hearts. Mothers who are not being remembered by their children, because one way or the other, their children have accused them of witchcraft, and so they are not talking to them. Such mothers who weep on Mother's Day. I speak to such mothers. Weep no more. God is on your side. There are mothers who are in pain because they bore children. But alas, they've lost all these children to death and they are alone. Mother, weep no more. God is on your side. Mothers have buried their children in this year. And within this COVID-19 period, there are mothers whose children have died. Mother, this morning receive comfort from the spirit of God and from the heart of God. Because God is still on your side. It doesn't matter what you've lost. God is still on your side. Young women, older women who are believing God for fruit of the womb and you are inconsolable because it's long coming. Weep no more. God is on your side. And in his time, he makes all things beautiful. And I want to say upon that that every woman is a potential mother. Can be a mother. Because motherhood is not defined by bringing forth biologically. No. Motherhood is defined as any woman that cares and nurtures a child. Hallelujah. It is not just the biological process that makes you a mother. It is the nurturing and the caring of a child or even a young person or somebody Hallelujah. And being there, helping to raise that person. I always say that Moses, as we know him, one of the greatest leaders that ever lived, didn't become the Moses that he became because of his mother, Jochebed. No, in fact, in the account of his birth, his mother's name is not even mentioned. You actually have to go and search through the word of God to find that Moses' biological mother was called Jochebed. 
But Moses became Moses. He received the name Moses. The upbringing and the training, the leadership training that made him one of the greatest leaders that has ever lived. The wisdom that he received, he received it because of his adopted mother, Pharaoh's daughter. She made him who he became. His little sister Miriam even had a part in mothering him. She kept watch over him that he did not drown in the Nile. All women this morning, weep not. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged. Rejoice in the Lord because God is on your side. There are spiritual mothers, mothers who raise people in the things of God, who watch over your spiritual life and in short, your destiny. Women who have mothered children they didn't bear, but they've mothered them in the things of God, encouraged them, been there for them, strengthened them by the word of God and prayer. Spiritual mothers are also mothers. So as I'm saying, you have the opportunity to be a mother, either to adopt a child, be a spiritual mother, care for a child or somebody. Hallelujah. And in this day of science and medical interventions, there are so many ways that God by wisdom has given to men to help to bring forth if you so desire. So there's nothing to weep about today. There's everything to rejoice in today. Because God is on your side. God is on your side, beloved woman. Hagar was cast out. She was thrown out. But the God who sees saw her and saw her situation. For the second time, after Sarai, or Sarah as she was called now, brought forth her son Isaac again, she demanded that Hagar be thrown out of the home. And Hagar was once again thrown out, this time by Abraham, with just a loaf of bread and a bottle of oil, water. But when that bottle of water ran out, because they were in the desert, and the child was thirsty and was dying, Hagar put the child far from her, because she couldn't watch her son die. One more time, hallelujah, the angel of the Lord appeared to her, hallelujah. The Lord sent to her. The Bible said God heard the voice of the Lord crying. And the angel of the Lord called to Hagar from heaven. Beloved, these things happen only when God is on your side. Can you imagine this young woman two times in her life received the visitation of the angel of the Lord in a time of trouble, in a time of trial, in a time of affliction, two times in her life. Receiving a visitation of the angel of the Lord even once in your life is something to count for. But when it's twice, you must understand that definitely God was with Hagar. God was on Hagar's side. This one, I come to tell you that God is on your side. He brought Hagar divine direction and wisdom the first time. And the second time, he brought to Hagar divine provision. God is on our side. Why? Because there's a connection between you and God. If you're born again, beloved, there is an unbreakable connection. And I want to say it again, it is unbreakable. An unbreakable connection between you and God. And Hagar, who was not 
a Jew's connection to God was through Abraham. Amen. Because God had promised Abraham and he had said to Abraham, get thee out of your country and from your kindred, from your father's house to a land that I will show you and I'll make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing and I'll bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you and in thee or through thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham carried a covenant blessing and Hagar was carrying Abraham's seed. Amen. Abraham's child. God had to be with her because there was a covenant seed in her womb. Beloved, God had to stand with Hagar because of his covenant with Abraham for Abraham's sake. Beloved, this morning I come to tell you, every mother, stop worrying about your children. If you, have, you are in covenant with the Lord and you have a covenant with the Lord, stop worrying about your children. If you have raised them in the word of God, stop worrying about them. Because it doesn't matter how far they stray. The God who is with you, the God who is for you, the God who is on your side shall also be on their side. He will follow them. He will protect them. He will preserve their lives. This morning, mother, stop worrying about your children and rather pray for your children because the power that is in a praying mother's prayer is amazing. It's able to do everything and all things. Susanna Wesley, the mother of Charles and John Wesley of the great Methodist faith was a woman of prayer. She had, I think, 11 or 13 children, but she had a prayer time. And when she started praying, None of the children would disturb them. And look at the fruit of her labor. It is not just about bringing forth. It's about how you raise the children. And beloved, it's about your prayer for your children. Stop worrying about your children. It doesn't matter how far they've gone. It doesn't matter whatever they are into. Stop worrying. Your prayer will make a difference. And I want a lady, a woman out there to shout hallelujah. And a man and a father there to shout amen. Or oh, somebody shout amen. <laughs> God is wherever his name is recorded. And definitely the name of the Lord was recorded with Abraham. Hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 20 verse 24, God said that an altar of earth thou shalt make unto me. And shall sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and the oxen. In all places where I record my name, I will come to thee and I will bless thee. Wherever the name of the Lord is recorded, whatever altar we raise in our lives, in our homes, in the church, as a place of meeting between us and God and sacrifice thereon, our tithes, our offering, our time, our talent, Beloved, God would never be unmindful of such a person or such a place. His name shall be recorded there. And when evil will come, God's deliverance will come. God will be there. God will be with you. God will be on your side. Beloved, God is on your side. You are called by the name of the Lord. God is with you and God is on your side. Sometimes in life's situations, you wonder, where is God at all? And this is something you keep hearing from people. I don't know where God is. I don't know what God is doing. 
Beloved, you don't have to know what God is doing. It will be manifest in his time. Whatever God does, the Bible says it is good. And because God is on your side, not against you, you can be confident that whatever God will do shall be good. Hallelujah. God is with you. God was with Abraham. And because of that, he was with Hagar. And because of that, he was with Isaac. And because of that, he was with Ishmael. Today, look at Ishmael's descendants. Because of that, he was with Jacob. Hallelujah. He was with Jacob. Whose name meant swindler. He was a swindler. Today, we'll say 419. But God was with him. Hallelujah. God was on his side. Beloved, when God is on your side, you can be assured of the love of God for you. Amen. That is the love of God that keeps you on, that keeps him on your side. And I love Psalm 139, which says that, where can I flee from your spirit? Where can I go from your presence? There's nowhere that you go that God won't be there. So if, even if I decide to make my bed in hell, even there, your hand will be with me. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, in whatever situation, whatever is happening, beloved, God is with you. Your ways are not hidden from the Lord. He says he knows even your thoughts from far off. He knows your down-sitting and he knows your uprising. What doesn't God know? He knows it all. And the great thing about the knowledge of God or the pre-knowledge of God about you is that whatever God knows, God is going to do something about it. God will never leave you in a mess if only you give him the chance. Hallelujah. God's promise unto Abraham went down to his descendants, went down to Jacob. And I am always thankful to God for this word of God that the Bible accounts about the life of Jacob. Because I realized from there that it doesn't matter what the enemy will do. For those who has, have God on their side, we are guaranteed of the victory, the ultimate and the final victory. Jacob was sent away from home because his brother Esau wanted to kill him. For things Jacob had done to him, stolen his birthright, you know, taking his blessing, and it was too much for, for his brother Esau. So Esau said, I'll kill him. His parents had to send him to his, his uncle Laban's house. Now, on the way to his uncle's house, they, Jacob had a revelation, a dream. And in the dream, a ladder was set on the face of the earth, the top reaching the heaven. Angels ascending and descending upon it. And he saw God on top of the ladder. I prayed this morning that may you have your own personal revelation of God. Because until that time, God was Jacob's father's God. Was Abraham's God. Was his father Isaac's God. But he had not had his personal encounter. But he comes to this place, to a time that is difficult. And he has an encounter with God. Not because he was seeking it, but God was seeking him. God was seeking him. Why? Because God was on his side. Even though he didn't know it, God was on his side. This is what I'm speaking to somebody. You may not know it, or you may not understand it, or you may not believe it because of life. 
and the things that happen in life. But I come to speak to you, to tell you the truth of the matter is that God is on your side. And Jacob has this dream. And God tells him, he says, I am with you and I'll keep you in all places wherever you will go. And I'll bring you again to this land. And I'll not leave you until I've done everything that I've said to you, I've promised you that I will do. That's what God said to him. Jacob arrives in his uncle Laban's house. And Laban is more of a swindler than Jacob or his mom. It seems that there was some swindling gene that ran down the family. Because his mother was Aza. Jacob too was Aza. Laban was more azacious. Forward eye. He cheated Jacob. Even in giving him a wife, Jacob says, I prefer this one. He cheats him, gives him the wrong wife, and makes him say 14 years for the woman that he loves. And even in service, Laban kept on changing his wages, didn't want to pay him. But you see, when God is on your side, it doesn't matter how much people will try to cheat you, rob you, you know, push you, you know, relegate you to the background. See, that which promotes is not man. That which lifts up is not the hand of man. Oh, if it was the hand of man that lifts up, that promotes. Oh, I'm telling you, you wouldn't be where you are. You wouldn't be where you are. But praise be to God that God, the word of God says, does not sit in council with anyone. God takes his decisions all by himself. And because his heart towards you is good, he promotes, he lifts up. God gave Jacob wisdom to outwit Laban. What I'm telling you is that you see, it doesn't matter how cunning men are and will try to cheat you in life, try to rob you, try to you know, take that which belongs to you, try to withhold that which should be given you. God will always find a way of taking everything and giving to you. Whatever the enemy steals from you, God will cause there to be a sevenfold restoration. May somebody there this morning receive a sevenfold restoration of anything that you have lost, of anything that has been stolen from you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So God gave Jacob wisdom to outwit Laban. So in the final analysis, Jacob was rich. His cattle were the strong ones. Laban's cattle were the weak ones. Because God gave him a scientific formula. That can only be said is that what you see is what you receive. He put patterns before the sheep, the cattle, and they bore after the pattern. Praise the Lord. Beloved, you know something? The wisdom of God is greater than the wisdom of men. And so if God is on our side, that wisdom will always bring you to the place that God has ordained for your life. God has said to Abraham that I will bless your seed. Amen. And in, through your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Jacob would never and would never be made poor. He could never be impoverished because there was a blessing, a covenant blessing hanging over his head. And this one I prophesy to you and to your children. 
and to your children's children, and to your children's children's children yet unborn, that this covenant blessing will hang over the heads of all your descendants. Amen. Everyone that is born through your, your lineage will be blessed. This blessing of God, this covenant that you are in with God is not going to end with your life. It's going to go down your generation. Your generation shall be blessed. Somebody say amen. Oh, put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering on this great Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Amen. And a time came when Jacob realized that Laban was looking upon him funny, getting angry with him. And so God spoke to Jacob and Jacob took off with his two wives and all his acquisitions. And when Laban would pursue him to hurt him, God appeared to Laban in the dream and said, listen, do not touch this one. Do not lay a finger on this one. God actually went to warn Laban. Oh, may God warn your adversaries. May God tell them and may God speak to them, whether by dream or revelation, that touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And that is what happens when God is with you and God is on your side. He suffers no man to do you wrong. They will try, but they will not prevail. They will rise up, but they will fall. They will speak, but they will be shut up. They will be put to silence. Because God is with you. God is on your side. God was faithful to all his promises to Jacob. Hallelujah. Amen. And beloved, you must understand also that God will prove faithful to you. Every promise of God for your life, God will back it. Hallelujah. God is with you. Beloved, when God is with you, things change. The Ark of the Covenant of God was left in Obedidam's house three months. God was in that house. God was with him. Everything changed. From poverty to riches. From rags to riches. From grass to grace. I pray for you that may the presence of the Lord in your life, may God who is on your side and is with you, lift you from grass to grace. From grace to grace and from grace to glory. May he change your financial destiny and bring riches and wealth and honor to your house. Somebody shout, I receive it. God bless Obedidom and all his household. When God is on your side, money is not a problem. Money will not be a problem. He will bring full supply. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. You will not beg bread. You will not beg to eat. Hallelujah. God will provide. God's presence with you, when God is on your side, he protects you against all forms of evil. Every evil spiritual attack, curses, enchantments, divinations, sorceries, witchcraft, occult projections, they will just not work. They can't work. Because if God is on your side, and when God is on your side, you and God are a multitude. You have the whole power of heaven backing you when God is on your side. If God be for us, who can be against us? This morning I come to you by the Spirit of God to remind you, just in case the enemy has deceived you or made you to forget, 
that God with you spells God is on your side. You know, when you go to a football um, park and there's a game going on, you have one team here, another team there. If it's Asante Kotoko and the Hearts of Oak or Chelsea and what? Somebody give me a name. Um, Man, Man U, Manchester United. And you see the supporters on this side and on that side. They are for their team. They are cheering their team on. They are ready to fight for their team. They are with their team. They support their team. They back their team. And you try to go, you know, cross carpet and go to the, 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 the other side and try to, you know, give the other team fans. And see, they can even beat you. In Britain, there have been so many football fights. And there are people who are registered that they are fighters at football matches. They are not supposed to enter into any stadium. That is their calling. Fighting. Because of a case of leather. But that is how, you know, passionate they feel about their team and about the game. But can you imagine the God of all the earth, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who holds all power in his hands, the one who's, who has the power to kill or to make alive, the one who rules all things, both seen and unseen, the God in whose hand is a power to bless or to curse. The God who provides all things. The one who says that the cattle upon a thousand hills belong to him. That he knows where he put the vein of silver in the earth. And he, know where, he knows where he put gold deposits in the earth. If that God is on your side, is on your side, is on your team. I mean, think about it. I am praying that you catch the revelation that I have caught about God is on my side. God is on your side. And the greatest assurance you can have in life, beloved, is the guarantee of God's assuring word that I am with you. I am with you. It spells more than him just being present. It spells I will help you. It spells, I will uphold you. It spells, I will see you through. I will take you through. When God says, I'm with you, he says that I am by you. I am your, on your side. I am backing you in everything good you do in life. God's backing of strength is with you. When God says, I am with you, he is on your side to provide for you. And he will preserve and protect your life. Promotion, that kind of promotion that came upon this young orphan girl they called Esther. That kind of promotion doesn't just come to anyone, no. And it doesn't come by merit. It doesn't come by beauty. It doesn't come by, by what you know. There are certain kind of promotions and elevations in life that doesn't come because you know it all or because you have it all. It comes by pure grace, by reason of God being with you and by reason of God being on your side. That is why I think it was T.D. Jakes who preached a message saying favor is not fair. You can't understand why that person was chosen instead of you. Hey! Tough luck. 
It's because of the favor of the Lord. When God is on your side, you have added protection that goes beyond the natural to the supernatural. Oh, somebody give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. When God is on your side, those who seek your life to make your life a prey will rather become a prey. God says that those who want to spoil you, he will rather spoil them. God be on your side means that whatever happens in your life is a personal indictment on the integrity of God. Because if God is on your side, as Gideon asked the angel, that why have all these things happened to us? But you see, God was on their side. But sin has separated them from their blessing. But God in his mercy brought restoration. But when God is on your side, you will not become prey to the teeth of the enemy. Your life will not become a spawn. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. When God is on your side, things may be difficult, but you have the assurance that because he's on your side, he will see you through. You have the power of God backing you. Hallelujah. You have the strength of God with you. Praise the Lord. Beloved, this morning, don't let your heart faint of fear in you. And I'm speaking to all of you, but particularly to mothers. God is on your side. Hallelujah. And if God is on your side, then you are guaranteed that everything that is in God will be your portion. It's time for you to receive this word and find rest in your spirit. Because mothers are always worried. It's about this or by that. It's about Kofi, it's about Amma, it's about Kwame, it's about Ajwa. But listen, if God is on your side, you can be assured and rest in assurance that it shall be well with you and it shall be well with your seed. But beloved, we must also be with God. But if God is with us, we must also be with God. Hallelujah. And when God is with us and we are also with God, we will realize that it is a powerful thing. Everything in life will speak for you. Even animals will speak for you. Everything will speak for you. Birds will feed you. Birds fed the prophet Elijah. Listen, mean birds, but they fed him because God was on his side. You will not be powerless when God is on your side. And you will not be afraid when evil comes because God is on your side. But I speak again that we must be with God. It's time for us to surrender the fullness of our lives, our time, our time, everything to God. Hallelujah. So that we will also be with him. There's not just a matter of God being on our side, but we are also on God's side. It's not just about God being on our side, but it's about us also being on the side of God. That makes the relationship complete. And so in as much as God is on our side to help us, to provide for us, you know, to strengthen us, to promote, and to do all things for us, on this Mother's Day, I call upon you mothers that be on the Lord's side. Be on the Lord's side. Leave the world's side. It's enough. COVID-19 has taught us that be on the world's side holds no value. It's enough. We have been on the world's side. Or one foot in the world, one foot in God. But it's enough. 
it's time for us to be holy totally absolutely and completely separated unto God to be on God's side we must be on God's side even as he is on our side in everything that we do in everything in our lives I'm calling for a deeper commitment from you today I'm calling for a stronger bond between you and God I'm calling for a reconciliation between you and God. I'm calling for a coming back to God. The reason why sometimes we struggle with so many things is because we have left God's side. But as for God, he has not left our side. He's waiting on you. That if today you will come back to him and say, Lord, I also want to be on your side. Then every blessing and everything that I've spoken to you of today shall be on or upon you and in your favor. Hagar had God on her side. You and I have God on our side. Shall we also turn our hearts this morning and be on God's side? I think that's the best thing to do. You want to lift up your two hands this morning and want to pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, this morning I've heard your word. And I know and I believe that truly you have been on my side and you are on my side. And this morning, Lord, I come to you. I return to you. I surrender to you. And I declare, Lord, that I am also on your side. I surrender my spirit, my soul, and my body to you and declare that you are my God you are my Lord I stand on your side thank you Lord for the privilege for the opportunity for being in this covenant relationship with you thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen Amen and Amen and I want to pray this morning for every woman out there, for your children and your grandchildren. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for this Mother's Day. As mothers are being celebrated throughout the world, Lord, womanhood is being celebrated. I pray, my God, for all women and all mothers. I pray, my God, releasing your strength upon women God. my God spiritual strength emotional strength my God to stand the test of issues in their lives marital problems and financial issues emotional burdens rejections and everything that we go through as women insecurities Lord I pray that Lord let every woman have a revelation this morning that you are with them and you are on their side and because you are on their side they are not alone they are not rejected they are accepted hallelujah father I pray my God that Lord you strengthen your handmaidens in their spirit in their souls and in their bodies I pray father Lord you strengthen them oh God and bless them in the work of their hands give them financial sufficiency oh God in the mighty name of Jesus. I call for 
the wisdom of God upon every woman under the sound of my voice this morning. I pray, Lord, grant unto your daughters wisdom, my God, and knowledge to build up their lives. My God, in the way that you want their lives to be built up. I pray, my God, you who is our defender, defend the cause of every woman in the name of Jesus. Defend them against unjust treatment. Defend them, O oh God, against biases. Defend them, O oh God, against violence. Domestic violence, Lord, defend them. Protect their lives, O oh God. Deliver their lives, O oh God, from depression, which so often besets us as women. God, pray for emotional stability for every woman. And I pray that, Lord, may your joy, which is our strength, fill every woman. I command your blessing over their children and their grandchildren. I pray, Father, Lord, you stretch forth your hand, O God, and bless their children. My God, you are a prayer hearing, a prayer answering God. You've heard the cry of your daughters. I pray that, Lord, may they begin to see the manifestation, my God, of the answers to those prayers. I pray that today on this Mother's Day, visit every woman, every mother. Give them courage in life. Give them extreme courage and extreme boldness to face life and to fulfill their destinies and to bring into fulfillment the destinies of the children and people that you have put under their care. I pray, Father, that Lord, let children, my God, who have fallen on drugs, who have fallen on bad life, my God, let them return home, home to you. Touch the children, my God, of your handmaidens, who in one way or the other have Satan holding their hearts and their minds. Pray for their deliverance. This morning on this Mother's Day, my God, let true joy come to every mother's heart. My God, as you bring deliverance, you bring life, you bring hope even to their families, to their marriages, to their relationships, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.